Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult-in-waiting obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? I'm Shiv. Hey, Sim. Hey, and I'm Sim. How's it going, Shiv? Not bad. Yeah, can't complain. Hanging out. It's a good, it's a nice day today so i'm like enjoying uh well i'm indoors but i'm vicariously enjoying the nice weather on a fall day this is hilarious that you should say that why because i had stepped out and with the humidity it feels like 29 30 degrees celsius yeah i was like my gosh it's hot God, it's so funny how our perceptions of it are, are so different. I'm like, yay, it's like what last day of summer before the winter. Oh, I was like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> this is so hot. <laughs> I know. And the crazy thing is, is like, I think we had a fire going like not what? even one or two days ago. Yeah. No, no, yesterday, actually, even, yeah, even up till yesterday, I had the fire going because I was, quote, too cold and I had blankets on me and everything. And then today <sighs> it's like <laughs> super warm. So, hey, everyone, welcome to Global Warming. (laughs) Oh, that's actually not funny, but funny, you know? I know. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Anyway, but yeah, days like this make me feel just a little bit better about life because I'm just dreading winter, so. I heard it's going to be a really bad winter. Yeah. But I don't know how seriously to take it because I feel like every year someone tells me, oh, do you know this is going to be the worst winter we've had in forever? Yeah. But it usually isn't and it ends up being a milder winter. So I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I think this is coming from somebody who likes the cold because for me, every winter is the worst winter. (laughs) I'm like, if there's a minus 40 degree day involved, then... No, but you know what I mean, though, right? Like, do you remember, like, in 20... Was it in 2013 or 20... Oh, the polar vortex? The the polar vortex. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Whereas, like, last winter, we had, like, just a few snow days. Like, it wasn't, like, nonstop winter, you know? Yeah. See, and that's the crazy thing, is that, like, I feel like in Winnipeg, I have a feeling that polar vortexes were a thing because like you know for like a week or two there's just like really cold weather for mm-hmm. you know like an extended period of time but yeah. like when I moved to Toronto that really wasn't a thing and then now no. like, oh I'm getting arctic chill right now <laughs> <laughs> so thanks climate change <laughs> you know, I wonder 
sure if I had actually grown up in Winnipeg, maybe I would actually be like you and not like winter as much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, full on. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure that my, I'm pretty sure that my time in Winnipeg has completely changed my outlook on winter. I don't understand people who like cold. I don't understand winter in general. I'm like, why would you willingly go into weather like this? That's <laughs> the definition of insane. <laughs> like, unless you're Inuit and you have grown up with it all your life and it's part of your culture, that makes sense. You have clothing and you know how to deal with this shit. Like, I'm from a warm climate. This does not make sense to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I admit, I do like, overall, I like winter. Um, just, you know, it's just nice and cool. But I mean, I don't want it to be crazy. But yeah. I do like it when it's just a little bit, you know, cool Sometimes and I nice. Wonder if it's very soothing I'm... to me. Yeah, I, I have doubts about whether or not you're brown sometimes. So here's the thing. I've been an outcast all my life. <laughs> just add this to the list. <laughs> At this point, I've just accepted the fact that I'm always an outcast no matter where I go. <laughs> oh, my God. It's too funny. <laughs> I know. Well, me, my, well, actually, no, not my mother. My mother hates the cold, but my dad, mm-hmm. like, seems to like it. And I'm like, I don't understand you. Like, I'm like, I get that we moved there out of necessity, but then... <laughs> <laughs> like to stay there I am not under like I just don't get it anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise it's a lovely city I love Winnipeg Winnipeg's a great city the weather though oh my god oh. did I ever tell you that a part of me really wanted to move there <laughs> oh no I, I wouldn't blame you it's like it's really nice it's like you know well, it's like know, a nice I- size people well, are friendly well a part of me you know actually kind of wants to go and live in the northwest territories right or none of it or something like I would really? love yeah I used to for the longest time want to read up on like I used to read all these blogs of people who live there and I just yeah. loved it it was just so fascinating yeah like you know the whole I don't know it just feels like there's a community feeling to it like I don't know it was just very nice and I think like as a kid I used to really love the show Northern Exposure oh I love Northern that Exposure show. Yeah, and yeah, so I think good. in my head, I feel like life is like that quirky and fun and like, you know, like cold weather, but warm people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, totally romanticized view, but um, that's kind of how I pictured it. So I've, I've oh, like a part of me really wants to go and live there. Is it just because you think people look like John Corbett up there? Yes, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> you're there hoping you're going to. There is that too. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I loved, I loved, um, I loved the doctor's assistant. She was funny. I don't she was remember. just, she'd always come in. She would always come in and she was like, I think she was the assistant. Or was she John Corbett's wife? I can't remember now. Oh, I have to go back and look at this show. I but have like, to I really remember- watch this show because I don't actually yeah. remember the names of the characters or anything. I yeah, just- I know. I don't remember them either. I just remember, I just remember John, like there was like, was it Joel? Joel something? Like I think he was the doctor. And then like. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. And then his like love interest. And then like, yeah. And then John Corbett's radio show host guy. Yeah. And then. There was like some guy who was married to 
a really young woman. I remember yes, that. Yes, I remember that. Shelly, Shelly. Shelly, yes. Yes, I, yes, I don't know why I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, I remember it because I was annoyed by it, even at a young I mean, age. I didn't actually realize that they were married. I thought they were father and daughter when I watched it as a kid. <laughs> and then I think... <laughs> Sorry. Oh <my laughs> You're right. I, no, no, no. That's fine because I. Uh, oh I know. I didn't realize that um, because it was a long time ago. And then I remember, like, I think when I did figure it out, I was like, "What is happening?" Um, you know. But obviously, that was really dumb of me back then. But that's so funny. Oh uh, my goodness. Yeah, I have. Yeah, issues. yeah. It's really funny because I, I, I must have been in my tweens or something when I watched that. And I just remember being annoyed. Even then I was annoyed. I'm like, why am I annoyed to such a, like, I'm like, why? That's your default state though, Shiv. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are, like, anyway. But maybe that was just my ageism at work where I was just like, why are you married to such an old man? (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness. That is funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to find, yeah, John Corbett. Sorry, I'm going through. Yeah, Elaine Miles. So her her character's name was Marilyn Whirlwind. But, like, I forget. What. Oh, wait. Was, I remember her, Marilyn. She had the two braids? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I loved her. I loved oh, her. She, she was, was hilarious. She was so funny. I know. Oh, I need to rewatch the show. I wonder if, if it's on any of the streaming sites. It should. Like, yeah. If it isn't, then the streaming sites are missing out on something, I think. Right? Yeah. You know what? Please check this out. I'll have to... Because uh... that was a really good show, and I'd love to re-watch it. Yeah, yeah. Halling. <laughs> Halling was one of the characters. I remember him. Was he the older guy that... Oh, maybe Halling was... Maybe Shelley was married to Halling. Oh, I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was right. Rob Morrow played Dr. Joel Fleischman. Ah, so was Joel, but yeah. Where, where do we know Rob Morrow from? I only know him from Northern Exposure. Was he also in Numbers? Oh yeah, he was in Numbers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, yeah, I yeah. Know that name. Oh, he's in Billions. I didn't know that. Rob Morrow's is in Billions. Which season? Apparently. Yeah, yeah. I. It says 2016 to 2021. <gasps> oh my gosh, he is. I forgot. I think yes, 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 yes. Because I'm behind on on billions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I remember. I think Northern Exposure wasn't the town built by like wasn't the town created by a pair of lesbians? I thought that was like so cool. I remember like they did this. I don't like, remember history. any of this. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I remember Whoa. that episode because I was just like, oh, that's such a cool story where it was like you know this like lesbian couple who like moved there and they basically created the town I thought it was like pretty cool oh that is actually cool I know um yeah no I don't actually remember any of that right now oh really no I I just remember John Corbett having um a radio show and he would read Shakespeare I think oh okay so basically you watch the show for John Corbett I guess (laughs) (laughs) I mean when did the show come out 1990 apparently oh okay yeah so I was I was in my teens I was like yeah I, th- yeah. I thought I was younger but no I was in my teens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I um yeah so I kind of um 
don't remember much mm. about the show. I just remember thinking it was really cool to live in a town like that where it was like, <laughs> so cold and wintry. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to say. I'm like, I feel like I live, I'm like, I'm like, I, f- I feel like I kind of did live in a town like that. <laughs> like at least for the cold part, <laughs> which is why I soon left the town. <laughs> I couldn't hack it. Like when I lived in Oslo, um, uh, it was just, I don't know. Like I remember like the, like walking home one day and it was, it had snowed and it was like, four o'clock in the afternoon and it was pitch black dark. Like it was like so dark. And, um, but you know, the houses were lit up and um, the snow was everywhere. And it was just the most magical feeling. Cause it was like the light was reflect, like lights from the houses were reflecting on the snow. And I don't know, it was just so pretty. And I just made me very, very happy. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I get that. And yet having to live with that much cold for so long, it gets to you, man. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it's the it's, it's it's the duration of, of winter that, you know, yeah. gets to people. No, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I totally get that. I'm not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of ageism... Yeah, about- which I clearly, which I clearly showed everyone just now. <laughs> I'm like, um, why is this young woman married to such an old man? <laughs> uh, so speaking of ageism, <laughs> going back to that. Um, so turns out that October first, which was yesterday, um, yeah. we're recording on October second here. So um, October first is apparently International Day of Older Persons. Um, but but that's not. The, that's not why I wanted to bring this up, okay. but Australia that now started something called Ageism Awareness Day also on October 1st, and they had their first one this year, 2020. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I find it really strange that, like, there's this International Day of Older People, and, mm-hmm. like, I've never heard of it. It's supposed to be international. It is international, and... It's actually not a new thing. It was started in 1990, I think, 1991, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So for 30 years, this has been like a recognized international day. And like, mm-hmm. I'm only hearing about it now. I find that very weird. I'm actually shocked that you didn't hear about it because you 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 just know always the randomest stuff. So if you <laughs> haven't heard it, no, no, it's true though, right? Like that's, that's my barometer for like... Um, you know, knowledge. Like how prevalent something is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you just always know, like, the craziest stuff, right? <laughs> and yet you've never actually come across this? That that does surprise me. Yeah, no, I've never come across this. Like, I've never heard yeah. it, like, advertised anywhere or anything. Like, it's just so strange. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then I have two questions. Mm-hmm. So one, why isn't it being advertised more? And then two, is it not being discussed because of the inherent ageism in society? I don't know. And that's a good question because when you, if you go to the UN page for this, the first thing you actually see is that by 2020, which means that this has already happened, the number of people aged 60 and up will outnumber children younger than five years old. That's a lot of older people. 
right? And over the next three decades, the number of older persons worldwide is projected to more than double, reaching more than 1.5 billion persons in 2050, and 80% of them will be living in low and middle income countries. Oh, wow. And that's surprising, because I was always under the impression that like, more developed countries had older people, like that mm-hmm. the lower, lower and middle income countries would have more younger people just because, right? Um, it just like, it's not that it pays more, but like, it's just more economically. I don't even know if it's really economically feasible, but like, I just find that like, lower income countries tend to have like the, the younger tend to have more children, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And younger yeah. populations. Um, but going back to your question about the ageist attitude probably being a factor, prevalence figures based on a survey of 83,000 and change people in mm-hmm. over 57 countries found that um, one in every two people held highly ageist attitudes. 50%. Yep. One in every two. Yep. 50%. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Well, moderate, I mean, actually, no, sorry, I should have said moderately. Sorry, I missed that part too. But still, oh. the ageist attitudes, uh, stereotypes, and prejudice. Yeah. I can get that. I get that though. It's like, it's the same thing in which I was like, because like if you think about it, like when you go through your day, sometimes like thoughts flip through your head. I. And actually, I think this, I'm wondering if I'm having a little bit of a re- revelation about myself. Look, <laughs> I'm learning something new. So, like, Which is actually the point of this whole anti-ageism awareness day. <laughs> there you go. Because like, cause, yeah, because like, I mean, I just told our listeners that like at 14, I was like all upset that like Holling was married, married to Shelly. And my, it, my, my inherent problem with it was like, why is this young person married to such an old guy? And like, and for the longest time, I think I've been thinking to myself like, oh no, it's because I'm a feminist. And I think that like, you know, it's because older men are always marrying younger women and this should be like switched, which I agree with. But then, mm-hmm. I, but like on some level, it's like an inherent ageism issue with myself, you know, like where maybe I'm just like, no, like young people should be with young people. <laughs> old people should be with old people. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but no, it really isn't. Do you still believe that though? No, 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 I don't. I think it's main. I think it is mainly a sexism situation because like, I think that it's, like, I, I just genuinely feel that, like, I don't understand why it's always older men who are with younger women. Like, why can't it be the other way around? And I totally am for, yeah, like, I, I don't care really what age you are. It's like, I don't think that we should be shaming older women for being with younger men, right? Or, like, we, we shouldn't be thinking that that's, like, out of the ordinary or weird or bizarre, right? So really... Oh, I've come back around. <laughs> it really was just a sexism situation. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, I, I like the, you know, the, the tone of relief in your voice. You're like, nope, nope, nope. It's, I'm not ageist. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just speaking out against sexism. You know, as long as it's an older woman and a younger man, and that's normalized, I'm okay with older women, oh, older men and younger women too. Oh, that's exactly. Fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. Um. <laughs> You're right, though. Like, there's it, this is weird because International Day of Older Persons started 30 years ago, but not just that. Apparently, different countries also have um, versions of this for like specific to their countries. Like hmm. Japan has a day that's called respecting aged or something like that. 
Yeah. And then China has something called the double ninth day. And I'm not exactly sure what it is, but. But it's also about like respecting. But it is about, you know, um, building that. uh, Oh, respect for the aged day is held on the third Monday of September in, in, um, in Japan. Okay. And it's, it's to honor elderly citizens, which I think is lovely. Um, And then you have other countries that do something similar. Huh. That's, mm. Do we have one in Canada? I don't think I've actually ever. No. Yeah. I didn't even I've... know about this UN day. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel like we don't have one in Canada. And the question is, is like, then why don't we? Like if everybody, like if Australia has one and Japan has one, like why can't, yeah, why don't we have one? So Australia started this, which I loved it. Their hashtag was every age counts. Um, oh, that's nice. So it's really cool. And in fact, that's the website too, everyagecounts.org.au. Yeah. And it's, you know, uh, it's intended to sort of uh, create awareness and draw attention to the existence and impacts of ageism in Australia. Oh, that's great. Which is a critical step to changing community attitudes. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Not that I really believe in this, but I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> say it mm-hmm. just to, you know, just so that yeah. the conversation around it can go a little bit further. But like, um, so, yeah, so like to the people who think that we're getting too woke, because like, I mean, because, like, you know, like a lot of people think that ageism is like the next barrier. Like we're, you know, there are a lot of things that there are a lot of people that we may discriminate against, you know, based on like religion or sexual orientation or um, gender identity, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And then like, and so, you know, like a lot of people think that like ageism is one of these barriers that like we, we should be trying to tackle, Mm -hmm. but then like, what would you say to people who think that like, we're getting quote too woke, you know, like where everything is suddenly becoming this like new, new, like social justice. I tell them to stuff it. (laughs) um yeah I mean no I agree but like at the same time like I think you do need an argument against them because like I think the argument that that, that could be an argument for them it's just like oh suddenly like everything is like a new new like discriminatory policy against people so first of all ageism is not new it's built into this whole legislature for a reason and it's been there so if you're still thinking that anything related to do with ageism is being too woke, then F you. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, just because like us, and, and don't get me wrong, like you and I didn't know about this International Day of Older Persons ourselves, right? Yeah. But we know that every time you apply for a job, you cannot be discriminated or you should not be yeah. discriminated based on age. We know about the ageist attitudes because um, people have been talking about it. Clearly, this issue itself as International Day to create awareness and respect and um, focus on initiatives and programs for um, the aging population started 30 years ago. So it's been a thing. People have been yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So if you suddenly use this particular one as being too woke, then I'm going to say, fuck off. And, you know, like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <there's a> <laughs> like, you're, 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 you're an idiot, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> but I do understand this whole too woke argument being used. But I think it comes down to how people bring up and discuss these topics, right? Like, I feel like there is almost a d- division in a lot of these on a, on a lot of issues where people 
it's good to take a stance and it's good to take, um, you know, a stance that is for people and and does good um, Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, uh, discriminates against them. But I think that sometimes people can be very unkind uh, to other people uh, while they're defending their principles. And and that probably is the part that I would um, try and minimize (laughs) from my part, right? Like where I'm not going to try and shame someone else into anything. Keyword being try. (laughs) no but you know what I mean like I don't want to be mean or rude just to uphold my principles but it is important for me to uphold them so the question is what can I do to be respectfully as respectfully as possible or at least calmly explain and and promote uh you know a discussion on the topic you know yeah yeah. Um, so I think that's where I would I would try and land. Yeah. And then I would come and bitch to you. <laughs> and I'd be like, that mother freaking jumper <laughs> is an idiot. <laughs> um, but in, in, to their face, I would be like, oh, okay, well, I disagree respectfully. Agree to disagree. <laughs> oh, my God. Too funny. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Like, I feel that, like, ageism... I mean, we've talked about this before, like, how ageism can sometimes be even built into your language, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you say things without really thinking about them, and then... um, Or because that they've been always been said, and then not realizing that there's inherent, like, discrimination baked right in. And I think that it's good that these days exist, just so that, like, you can reflect on them and you know, at least bring some awareness to the community about topics like this, because I think that's where it starts is that the community needs to understand that, hey, wait a minute, we are being discriminatory against, you know, older people. And then because it has downstream effects, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it has downstream effects on um, attitudes at work. It has downstream effects on attitudes around health and, um, uh, you know, and you know, like, yeah, like that. Our entire discussion on nursing homes and long-term care, like I think, like that's a that's a big thing, right? And like I think if you have, if the society has ageist attitudes around, uh, or heck, has ageist attitudes, then you know it it gets reflected in terms of like the care that you provide for older people or um, solutions that you try to find for them or whatever, right? So I think that it's important to actually, um yeah, discuss this, like, and, uh, yeah, and hopefully with this podcast, like, that's partly what we're doing, at least trying to discuss issues around this. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, it's kind of bothering me a little that, like, I didn't know about it, and the fact that I don't know that, like, our own country doesn't have a day around it. So, there is, but I don't know how I feel about this. So, there is, it says here on Wikipedia, Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, the International Day of Older Persons is to raise awareness about issues affecting the elderly, etc. right? And mm-hmm. it is also a day to appreciate the contributions that older people make to society. But listen to the next line. It says, this holiday is similar to National Grandparents Day in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, yeah, I know. That's like, the part where I'm like, really? Yeah. Because that's a... a I don't know, a relational role. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sorry, but like not all older people are grandparents. grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, so what? Like, if you're older and not a grandparent, then you don't count? Like, that's exactly. kind of uncool. Exactly. Yeah. That's my reaction, too. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like that at all. Like, I mean, and the thing is, is, like, there's a lot of issues around even Mother's and Father's Day now, you know? Because, like, because it assumes everybody had a mother. It assumes everybody had a father. And, I mean, like, yes, biologically that's true. But then, like, in terms of family relationships, it might not be. It brings up, like, a lot of, like – it can bring up a lot of issues around people who've lost their parents and things like that. Like it's, it's kind of problematic. <laughs> well, I just saw that um, recently and I didn't know this was a thing. Um, yeah. And, and this is like, I think I was on Instagram or TikTok. I can't remember, but there's, they just had a national daughter's day and a national son's day. But oh. What if you have a transgender child? Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. Right? It's just like everything ends up being, yeah. And like like the way this is just another societal way of like, I don't know, like I feel like they're entrenching these things of, you know, like where they're subconsciously promoting this whole thing. Like, oh, look, I have a son or I have a daughter. Yeah. And it's like for a kid who's still trying to figure out stuff or, yeah. you know, whatever they're, and I'm not talking about sexual orientation. I'm literally yeah. talking gender, right? Gender yeah. equity. But even there, it's kind of like, well, I mean, it can be very othering, right? Like, so and this is where language is othering. And I think that like, yeah. And yeah, for all those people who think like we're being too woke, like, fine, you can think that. But like, I feel like we shouldn't, tr we should be, we should try to be as inclusive of it as possible and like, and use our language to reflect that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the other thing that bothers me about like this grandparents day, it's not even just the not all people are grandparents idea. But the thing is, is that like, so the value of an older person only matters if they're a grandparent and like, and it's kind of like, it's so twee, you know, like happy mm -hmm. grandparents day. Like it's kind of, <sighs> Like, I mean, there's so many facets to a person. Like, why, why is, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not articulating myself very well. Like, and the thing is, is that like grandparents day doesn't necessarily allow you to fight for rights of older people. No, it's not like a, it's not a cause that you can build around, you know, just like, and it's kind of like a throwaway and it's not even a holiday. Like for one thing, it's not a holiday in Canada. I'm sorry. I've never celebrated national grandparents day. I've, I don't even know when it is. Mm -hmm. And then like, and, um, and the other thing is, is that like, um, yeah, like just, <laughs> it's almost like, it's, it's almost like lip service. Like, Oh, here, we've just thrown you like a, <laughs> a random day that you could like celebrate being a grandparent. Like, it's just so, I don't know. That bothers me. <laughs> Uh, I'm just laughing because I'm like, yep, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. So, you know. yeah, yeah. Sorry, listeners. I haven't actually like collected my thoughts to, to articulate myself very well, but like, <laughs> these are just, these are just reactions that I'm having to finding out that Canada does not actually have like a, like a national aged person's day. <laughs> I mean, but if you were to think that, okay, you know, as part of a global society, we're adopting the UN's recommended day of international day of older persons. But yeah. to your point, I haven't, I mean, and, and like even you work in the healthcare industry, right. And, and so you would think that at least there you would come across some kind of promotional materials around this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I have not. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I have not come across it at all. Or if, like if they have, they haven't promoted it very well. Like I've never seen it in the hospital, like anything. Like, uh, yeah, right. it's very, it's very, yeah, it's a bit concerning, especially, yeah, and you would think that especially in healthcare where like the most of, like the bulk of the work that I do in adult healthcare is around, like it's for older people. <laughs> like you would mm-hmm. think that at least then you would say, oh, look, today is na- like international, you know, like it's the international day for elderly for like not the elderly but like for older persons right like it's just I don't know it's just it's kind of worrisome and like and then like I mean great for Australia because I think that like on the one hand yes it's a day it like people might think it's just lip service but then like Mm -hmm. on the other hand at least it is a day of recognition and it makes people like if you at least bring it to people's attention then they can they can think about it um and like you know it, it can like lead to downstream change eventually. Right. Like, no. I mean, even just like, even just now, like, you know, um, with like regard to like um, our national day of like truth and reconciliation that we like just brought into effect like this year. Like, mm-hmm. I think that like on the one hand, yeah. Some people might say like, Oh, look, it's just another day. Like you're just paying lip service to like the indigenous peoples in Canada. But on the other hand, like if you really take it to heart, it can be used as like a day to think about like ways you can be an ally ways that, you know, like the country has failed, like our indigenous peoples, like that type of thing. Right. It really depends. Like, I guess it's kind of like on the one hand. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of thrown some responsibility back to the individual, but I think it's a start. I feel like it's a start. It is a start, definitely. Um, but you're, that actually brings me to this other thing, like about how much we rely on individuals to do, always do the right things without giving, the, giving them the institutional support that is needed to do the right thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm always... <laughs> like, I think that's also one of my rants, but like, I feel like there, yes, as individuals, like we should all do our best, but there's only so far the individual can go, right? Like, I really mm-hmm. think that like, yeah, and I think the the one big thing that we can do as individuals is to like really push the people in power, whether or not it's corporations, whether or not it's like the government, whatever, but like that we mm-hmm. should use our, our power to push them to do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Because at the end of the day, there's only so much that one individual can do. That is true. Um, but the, the premise of this International Day of Older Persons, as well as the Ageism Awareness Day, the mm-hmm. cool thing is, so international, um, you know, overall, of course, it's about creating um, awareness and, and um, programming. But yeah. the UN actually, every year, pick, they pick a theme. Oh, that's interesting. Um, around, yeah. around aging? Around aging, so um, past examples include aging in the new millennium, older persons in in an intergenerational society, um, addressing challenges and opportunities of aging. Uh, In 2008, they focused on rights of older people. 2012 was longevity, shaping the future. Hmm. 2014 was leaving no one behind. That's interesting. And this year, it's digital equity. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I mean, I think that there is kind of I'm I'm starting to feel that there is this societal push about like taking care of older people and um and also just like, you know, even understanding aging and like de- like just determining ways of like improving 
um, our lives and increasing longevity. Cause like, I think like even on the scientific side, like I'm like, I'm noticing that there's like a big push to understanding the mechanisms of aging. Cause like, like, yeah, like definitely on the scientific side, like they're starting to think that like aging is a disease. And like, Mm -hmm. I was just looking at conferences that I could go to. And like one of the conferences that I was looking at was actually looking at aging in the context of like blood disorders. So I was just like, oh, this is fascinating. Like, I think that, I think, I think that we're starting to build momentum around age and aging and, um, you know, and it's starting to like, affect like many different facets of life so on on the one hand that's a great thing Mm -hmm. um well actually no it is a great thing it's just interesting that it just it feels like it's just taken so long but maybe (laughs) it's just always been there and I've just you know (laughs) I'm only just starting maybe we're just being aware of it now (laughs) yeah because we're older (laughs) all of a sudden it's more relevant and you're like what (laughs) there better be options for us (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) no I agree um <laughs> but anyway, that was actually what I wanted to talk about today because I was like just so surprised. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted I'm like, you know what? If I don't know about it, maybe Shift doesn't know about it. Uh, but actually no, that's a lie. I thought I don't know about it, but Shift probably knows about it and she's going to tell me all about it today. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did not. I did you not did know not. anything about it. <laughs> I like a part of me is flabbergasted and a part of me is like wow, like you know, they they really need to do a better job promoting this UN. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a marketing team do you think <laughs> like you know i don't actually know <laughs> um, i know we need to talk to them comes, yeah we need to talk to them and say you know what um if we didn't hear about it you're clearly not doing a good enough job <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, you need we to like step to up find out game. about ridiculous things <laughs> I know. And I don't even consider myself that on the cutting edge of anything. No. So I'm like, if I don't know about it, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm usually yeah. not the first to know. So. Yeah, but you're definitely not the last to know. Either, so. So, so there is something to be said about about getting this promoted better. For uh, sure. But you know, but yeah. on that note, we should probably call this an episode. I think so. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for like, for, for like finding out about that. I think it's, I think it's a really good, I, I think it's, I, I'm not saying it's like the be all and end all. It's definitely not the be all and end all. Yeah. I find these days are never the be all and end all. It's kind of yeah. like the starting point to like continued work, you know? Right. And there's 365 days and I'm sure that each day probably represents at least 400 different causes or issues. Yeah. Yeah. But that is sure. the world we live in. And, you know, but I think that anything that can move the dialogue on, um, you know, uh, thinking about getting people to think about doing good or actually doing good. Yeah. You know, anything that we can do, like, you know, however we engage people, I think it's a good thing, you know. For sure. I totally agree. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on this uh, week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? Um, yeah, follow us on social. You can find our handles on doesthismakemelookold.com. And, uh, yeah, feel free to email us as well. We love hearing from you. So, yeah. So here's the thing, though. I will say that Shiv is the better person when it comes to emails, and she does respond <laughs> to all of you. <laughs> uh, so, I, 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 I rely on the summary version. 
<laughs> but yeah, so email email us still. <laughs> Does this make you look old? Um, at gmail.com. And uh, yeah. I'm on Insta though. Oh yeah. And yeah, follow us on Insta for sure. Mm-hmm. Sim will Sim will respond you know, there. Respond there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.